Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire? Running your own company? Achieving your life's goals? Yet wake up in a cold sweat next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Hello, caviar dreamers. Well, hello, caviar dreamers. We have a great podcast today because it's about women entrepreneurs. Yeah, I'm really excited about Young today. women. Young women. Jess and Danny both have their own very successful companies at a really young age. And I think women entrepreneurs is such an interesting subject because I feel like when a lot of women say, I'm going to start my own company, people say, it's a phase. She'll get a real job soon. It won't work out. Don't worry. Just try it. You could always get a real job. I know. And when they call it not a real job, that pisses me off. This is a real job. It's women a real creating job companies and jobs. In, yeah. And women creating companies and industries at a young age is so impressive. And I can't wait to hear how these young women had the confidence they could teach other people. Mm -hmm. And now they own two separate amazing businesses and they're teaming up together to do a collab. And that, again, is something I cannot wait to talk to them about because I feel like a lot of people get nervous to share their ideas or they, they're very competitive. And obviously, that's not how we feel, and we've never felt that way. It's not a race that someone wins. We could all win if we help each other to the finish line. Exactly. So I can't wait to meet them, it's such inspirational young women who can inspire so many others to chase their dreams. And I like it because they're starting young. They are. So- Let's get them in. Let's, Let's get them in there. Hi. 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 Oh, how pretty. How cute they are. <laughs> so nice to meet you both. So nice to meet you. Thank you, you so much for coming on. I know. We're so, we're so excited to have such amazing women like yourselves. So young, <laughs> so inspirational. Thank you. Thank you. We're honored to be with you guys because you guys are such role models and have definitely set a trailblazing career and lifestyle and goals to set for. So we're honored to be here with you. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Well, we were just saying before you came on, you know what I love? You're so young. You went for it. And unfortunately, like people always say, it's like, you know, it's great. Start a business. Then you get a real job. And right. we, that repulses us when people say that. 
And people think a lot of times when women start something, oh, it's a hobby, it's this, it's that. And you guys are young and you guys both have successful businesses. So what gave you the courage? Like, so that could inspire other people. I know what gave you the courage, but I want other people to know, like, how did, how did you get the courage and to both each start your businesses? Go go first. Yeah, I can start. So yeah, I'm Danny. My company is Inked by Danny. It's a brand of hand-drawn temporary tattoos. Um, so I've been an artist my whole life. I hand draw everything in our collection. They're so great. <laughs> I know. And this so works with us. Have been wearing them on her nails. She's been doing everything. They're great. We'll put them on later and show you because it's so fun. Um, and yeah, so I started my business during my senior year of college and. I definitely was nervous. I was kind of just playing around with it to start. And I honestly don't even know if I would have ever had that courage to just go out there and really do it. Um, except for like the fact that like I almost kind of got that sort of courage and demand from our customers and from everyone who saw it. So it's, I think it was really like everyone else who gave me the courage to do it. I don't even know if it came from within. Innately, I'm not the biggest risk taker, but just seeing the feedback that we were getting, um, pretty much right off the bat, I was still in college, um, getting all these requests from huge retailers that were wanting the product. Coachella, <laughs> we were all like, Danny and I have known each other for a really long time. So I just remember everyone, when everyone was wearing Coachella, it was the hottest, hottest <laughs> item that you could be like, because it was art and everyone had the, those gold colorful ones, but yes, no one yes. had, no one had like the art that you maybe would want to permanently put on your body, but couldn't yet yeah. or, not, yeah. or not, you know, ready to. <laughs> exactly. No, it was perfect because like me and my friends, we were all our target customer. We were really the people who, were be, who would be into what we were making. So I saw the huge trend. I'm sure you guys remember like those gold foil tattoos. Just really seeing that no one was making more elevated, sophisticated designs, things that you would want to get as a real one if you didn't want to commit, like me. I knew my parents would kill me if I got a real tattoo. <laughs> I think that's still the case. We, so. we care a lot about our parents. If we bring them up in here, it's not because of our age. It's because we just respect their opinions. Oh, I love it. Nice. That's so yeah. sweet. No, of course. But so. yeah, it, that just kind of... Um, I didn't even tell my parents because I was so nervous, kind of what you were saying before that they're going to be like, okay, great, cute. That's a fun hobby, but like, you still need to find a job when you graduate. So I kind of kept it on the DL for a bit and then finally came to them. I was like, mom, dad, I, I started this company. It's temporary tattoos. They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, just wait, wait. And then by the time I graduated, we were shipping to stores nationwide. Our website was really taking off. I could barely leave my room, my dorm room, so I was fulfilling orders like crazy. So just kind of that natural, um, like takeoff and natural, um, like progression of what the company turned into, that really gave me almost like no choice but to keep going. So I think I got very lucky in that sense that the demand sort of took over and I realized like, okay, okay, wow, people are loving this. Like there's even more of a demand than I think I ever even realized for this product. So I think, yeah, I think I got a very lucky start in that way. Not just luck. She's very talented. Very talented. My biggest oh, cheerleader here. Oh, well, that's good. You each support each other. So tell me about you. So I'm Jess or Jessica or Jessie. I get called a lot of different names, but Jess is typically what I go by in business. Um, my company's Bondi Jewelry um, launched 
two or three years ago, 2018, I, I started um, as well my senior year in college after Danny and I actually met years ago, but we were brought back together while we were living in Sydney, which is where Bondi, yeah, Bondi Beach comes from. So um, for me, Wait, now what were you doing living in Sydney? Was that a semester abroad type of thing? Yes. Yes. So we were both there for like seven months. Like we were there for longer than the average um, person, Wait, I guess. Where did you guys I, go to school? Where did you go to school? I went to the University of Michigan. And I went to the University of Southern California. Okay, got it. Both very smart yeah, girls, very great girls. <laughs> I did start the company when I was a senior in college as well after studying abroad in Australia. For me, Australia was actually the inflection or turning point in my kind of mentality as a businesswoman, an entrepreneur. I was studying sports and business my whole life. And so I was in the school of kinesiology. I studied sport management. I worked for a sport agency when I graduated college. And then I moved to Milwaukee for two years and worked for the Milwaukee Bucks after that. Um, it's kind of simultaneous to my passion project, not my little love, but to me, Bondi was my dream, my love, everything. I poured my heart and soul, but I knew, as we all just talked about, you don't just get gifted a, you know, fine jewelry company and it succeeds and it blows up and you can sustain a lifestyle like that. I had to definitely work hard to juggle the two and combine them together to be able to go full-time Bondi. But sports was kind of one side of me because my background has always been business, entrepreneur like that, that uh, marketing, broadcast savvy, yes. all of those. We were, I was in a lot of different fields in the industry. And then um, I was designing Bondi on the side because I was, I was always wearing like 14 rings when I was younger. Like yeah, this is actually minimal for me right now. So good. And so, you know, and it was, I always said jewelry like, was my first love, but I never wanted to necessarily be in the fashion industry. And I think I related um, well to the hustle mentality of the sports industry just because of actually it being a male-dominated industry. And for me, I'm, you know, I have a strong personality. I, I'm not that sensitive and I, I work really hard and I'm very direct. And sometimes... That's good. Sometimes that's bad, but that was kind of where I was able to gain my business knowledge and really like hone in and, and everything I would need to know to launch a company. I really, I feel like I got from there. And then when it was time and Bondi, you know, it actually, once we launched on Goop and sort of began to take off within the first few months of launch after launching there, I ended up leaving Milwaukee and then went full time um, Bondi, which was like a dream. And I've been living a dream for like the last year, two years. I don't know, how, how long has it been since COVID? Two years? <laughs> oh, no, no, it's like, it feels like, like 10 at this how long, point. A little, like a little a over year? a year, a year. You always have to like add a year in, you forget. You're like, oh, it's only been two years. Like, no, just kidding, it's three. 2020 happened. <laughs> I know, it's like, I can't even remember myself. I'm like, what happened? Where was I? Who am I? So tell me, like both of you, is your stuff made domestically? Like, how did you know how to get it made? Is it, your stuff is made domestically, Danny? Yes, yes. Everything is made here in the U.S., which is um, amazing. And I'm so proud well, to say exciting. that. And what about you, Jess? So I design and develop in New York and then produce 
parts of the collection overseas, parts in New York, depending but, on. You have to. Jewelry is very hard to make here. Yeah. For sure. And we're sustainable in everything we do with from the gemstones to the gold to the diamonds to our packaging. And I do feel like the quality I've received overseas is top, so gorgeous. I'm the other thing is the little context that I kind of forgot when I was being really long-winded with my background was the whole reason behind me, like for me starting Bondi was I felt when I was a senior in college, obviously things have changed over time. There was not an accessible e-com on trend. I didn't have to ask my mom for permission type of let's, you know, get that satisfaction and love and joy that jewelry brings to people because jewelry always signifies something special. I mean, you can look at any piece of jewelry that you own and remember where, when, and why you got it, whether it's um, something happy, sad, you know, heartbreak, anniversary, whatever it could be, but you will remember where you got that piece from. And so what I felt was I wanted to always be that accessible space for any and all. And of course, anyone's going to say, I want to reach every woman, every demographic, every age and be buying jewelry affordable. But that's definitely been the DNA and values of Bondi to the point where the way I learned by experience was actually starting Bondi when I graduated lower end and it was all plated. And then once I kind of really took my, from my business perspective and my design perspective, you know, combined them together and then kind of used my knowledge from what I gained from the first part of the line to feel confident enough to bring it high end and used my business background, my need, knowing need that people are trying to access this fine jewelry in different price points. You know, like some people want to get a $200 gift. Some people want to get an $1,000 gift. Some people want to get a $5,000 gift to and buy it's it. it's hard to scale up your business and, and cut your teeth on a cheaper product for you before you invest in such a huge step as to open in a fine jewel, jewelry. Well, I also had no background in jewelry. So I was like, okay, my business self in the time, in the moment, six years ago, again, now the industry is beyond oversaturated, especially on e-com, but at the time, I really felt there was only a few hubs where I could go directly for jewelry and know, you know, I was going to end up leaving that cart with it, like something I wanted, felt good about and loved and was excited to get. And I think um, when I ultimately, as I got deeper into Bondi and it started to, to actually do well when I first started, when I was working at the sports agency in New York City, um, I realized that wasn't the quality of product I myself wanted to wear anymore, nor the product I wanted to put out in front of the world. So I wanted to rebrand, relaunch and go high end because that's what I was starting to, you know, I appreciated the timeless and classiness and the um, importance of jewelry, the milestone it represents. And I would be with all the agents and they'd be like, I need to get my wife this amazing gift. And I'd be like, let me find you another website because I don't want you to spend $500 on something that's not real. Like it just yes, didn't make No, I get it. I totally get and it. So connected with Goop. Just, um, you on Goop also, Danny? We have been a part of their gift guides, their yearly um, holiday guides. So we've been online for those each year. It's been amazing. Yeah, so that's been good. So so Jesse, is that, and then you, and you launched on Goop. So our first retailer we ever launched on was, was Goop. Um, we are now in, I think all of the, all of their stores that are open. So SAG and Miramar, YE, New York, Brentwood. We love Goop. <laughs> we do. Um, Gwyneth is 
a really amazing woman and really, um, I feel, um, took a lot of faith and, you know, really I had sent her a piece and, and wrote her a note and she was a, a very, very kind class, class act and sent, you know, a thank you card back. And we just, we connected eventually after that. And I really believe she was a little bit of an angel that kind of helped, was a catalyst to my confidence, Bondi's success, and a lot of the recognition that Bondi has received because she believed in us at the beginning when anyone could shoot you down at any point in time. And That's that was not the way that she operates. She did I, not care yeah. about the name of the brand. Yeah, I love to hear that she's so supportive. Danny, where did you launch? Um, when we first started, like when I was still in college, a few of our first retailers were like Nasty Gal, American Eagle, Brandy Melville. Um, Those are big after, retailers. Yeah. Those are very big retailers. Yeah, soon after I think was um, Nordstrom came next. So um, that was all really, really exciting. And um, again, it's like kind of that same thing. Once one store sees, you know, that American Eagle or yeah. Nasty Gal has it, they're like, okay. The domino effect. We want that too. Yes. Yes. Well, well, that's a big deal. So tell me, so now you guys have both grown your businesses. This is, this is doing amazing. So what, tell me about your collaboration, because I do think women are stronger together. I love that you're supporting each other. So tell me what made you guys decide to collab? I mean, so we yeah. have actually talked about this for years. years. Like when Danny and I were studying, I, I have a picture perfect memory of this. I, I don't know if Danny does, but when we were studying abroad in Australia, we were sitting on the ferry on our way back from somewhere to somewhere, going back to Sydney. And Danny's like, I really don't know what I'm going to do when I graduate. Like, I'm just going to figure it out. But like, I know I'm in this, like, you know, I was like, I don't know if I want to do sports, but I know I'm getting this business background. I don't know where it's going to lead. But, and Danny was kind of like, yeah, we, I just remember this super clear. We had a conversation and I was like, we both have this entrepreneur. We want to work for ourselves. We want to start something, but we don't really know where it's going to take us. So we are just going to go with it. And I had my, I'm very like, I had it planned. So I, I was a little bit more like, I need to have this job, this job, this job. And I think that's when it relaxed me from living in Australia. So I have a special connection to Australia, Danny, and that whole world of our life that to me, this truly is even more sentimental beyond the significance and cool, and like cool factor of it and accessibility of it, but more that um, it's kind of ties in for me at least like the whole story of why I find Bondi to be such a happy place for me, like a source of happiness. Like jewelry makes me happy. I change my jewelry every day the way you change your clothes every day. Like, so this is our way of bringing both of our like truest loves together. Yeah. And for me, oh, obviously tattoos are so my life and my business is of course my life too. But jewelry, I would have to say is like one of my like just huge like passions just forever as long as I can remember even when Jesse and I were younger, always talking about how obsessed we were with each other's jewelry and always talking about just how we styled it. And um, for me, anything, obviously, art, design, creative, it's something I love, but jewelry definitely has a special place in my heart. So this is such a dream to be able to work with Jesse. We've known each other forever. <laughs> and to be able so to bring sweet. 
yeah, my designs to life in gold. I'm just like blown away at how it all came out. I'm I was so excited. Seeing Danny's reaction was my favorite part. I mean, like, honestly, I, the reaction people have to the jewelry, the yeah. sentiment, the emotion, like that, that, that smile or just being able to make it work for someone or see what they got, like their dreams come into reality is actually the best feeling of all time. And I, and I tried to make it so perfect. I wouldn't let her look at anything. I'm like, Danny, this is a reveal. Like, I just want to <laughs> you see this. I love it. Wait, let me just say this. Danny, so just, Danny, do you do a lot of custom work as well? I do, I do. So we definitely have, we have two kind of big collections a year. We'll do like a spring, summer, fall, winter collection. But then we will do a lot of custom stuff um, with brands, with different influencers. Um, we're working with Ulta right now. We just created a custom pride collection. So whatever, you know, kind of current events or themes are. But um, yeah, we have a lot of companies who come to me because they know that I'm really going to hand draw something that's cool, that's wearable, that's not just like, a cheesy, you know, kitty temporary tattoo. They really want something that's, you know, elevated and on trend yes. and they know is like authentic from a fine yeah, artist. A lot so. of people go and get your tattoos permanently done. Yes, it's insane. We'll get DMs on Instagram all the time of people who've been like, oh my gosh, I loved it so much. I got it. All of my friends' moms are like, this is dangerous. Stop giving our kids your tattoos because now they want them all for real. I'm like, I'm so I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah, but it's you can so... just put it on every day. Exactly. I'm like, okay, I'll give you a thousand. You'll put one on every day. Like, you can pretend you have it for real. I know, I know. I'm very. And then when your skin changes, you don't need to actually have to worry about getting it off. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm very much a tattoo person yeah. and jewelry person. So yes. I feel like this is the perfect collection. I've been trying a new meal kit service. What's it called? It is called Every Plate. Okay, by the way, I got a box the other day from this company called Every Plate. I wasn't sure what it was. And then Joe's like, Marge, we got this meal kit service delivered. Yeah. And I made rosemary chicken. It was unbelievable. It's great. You know, I like it because I've used meal kit services before. But this one is such good value. It is so amazing. There's like 14 recipes on rotation every week. And I made cherry glazed meatballs. You didn't bring me any cherry glazed meatballs. I didn't, but I'll make it for you again because I'm going to order it again because it was so good. Well, the rosemary chicken was so amazing. And I was like to Joe, this is perfect because I didn't go to the supermarket. And it's so inexpensive. It really adds up to like a Starbucks. Yeah. It's a cup so of coffee cheap. for an entire meal, which is unbelievable. And... If anybody knows me, they know my most dreaded thing in life is to go to the supermarket. So to have true. food delivered that you can make yourself and it have it be so reasonable, so fresh, and so delicious. And we have a good deal for our listeners. You can try every plate for just $1.99 per meal plus an additional 20% off your next two boxes by going to everyplate.com and using caviar199 as your code. Caviar 199. So get started with every plate for just $1.99 per meal, plus an additional 20% off another two weeks by going to everyplate.com and entering code Caviar 199. When is the collab launching? Monday. Oh, that I'm is amazing. So We're fresh off the presses with your book. We're right in with our line, and we are like, I have your audiobook ready like i will, can't wait oh to, my god that's uh, it right from the horse's mouth that's what i say it's right from the horse's mouth i'm, I'm so excited 
seriously, this is such an amazing collection. Nothing I love yeah. more than tattoos and amazing jewelry. I love that like you guys had jobs while you were launching your business. The hustle factor is unbelievable. I think a lot of people aren't as driven mm -hmm. because they don't realize what it takes to start a business. And you guys are so, so like what advice could you give to like other people? Cause so many people also write to me, how do you start a business? How do you have the courage to do right. it? So what, both of you, each individually, what like real entrepreneurial, mm -hmm. entrepreneurial, real advice could you give? Like one tidbit of advice. Yeah. I mean, for me, I think it was just going out there and doing something, whatever that was, taking the first step, the next step, not overthinking so much what's the right way to do something because then you're like, just never going to do it. You're going to paralyze yourself. So for me, like it was just doing it, whether it's not the right way, or the best way I'll learn as I go and you'll make those changes as you continue to grow. But it's just, doing something because you will never know if something works if you obviously don't just go out there and try it and you're never going to realize what the best way to do it again until you actually are out there doing it. So that is always my biggest advice. Um, you know, obviously you want to look into what you're doing and make sure, you know, you're really finding some sort of gap in the market or a real need for what you're doing in this product. But, you know, once you've kind of squared that away, it's just don't get in your head too much. Just, just go, just do something, take that first next step. And that's the only way you're really going to get anywhere. Exactly. I agree with that whole heart. Jesse, what, what do you say also? So I know you said one, so I'm going to not be long winded, but I'm going to give no, three <laughs> short ones. Okay. Okay. Good. I've learned a lot over time just from truly the growth of a human being and just maturity versus like, Bondi 1.0, Bondi 2.0, as in kind of who I am as a person and my acceptance of criticism, critique, anything that is in that area. So I think lessons for my younger self to anyone who is looking to start a business, it would be a few things. One would be, um, you don't know everything. So like, I say ask questions and definitely get those answers and if they trick like if they make you upset that's fine but take it in take it with a grain of salt apply it the way that it serves you and your business and really like try to take yourself out of the equation when it comes to like the personality behind the business as well as the pieces speaking for themselves a combination of just kind of you know I'm not the smartest person in the room, even if I will be confident like I am sometimes. And just kind of accepting that and accepting that criticism. I'm with you. That's yeah. very, very accurate. I feel the same way. Um, I also really, the number one thing I think that I didn't realize at the beginning that I learned later is never leaving a conversation without an action item, a next step, or closing a deal, whether it's literally a networking relationship where you're just like, hey, when's our next coffee date? Or, hey, when's the follow through with this meeting? But kind of as you start businesses, following through, making sure you keep these relationships intact and staying connected. Um, and the handwritten card is always the number one way to go. <laughs> it's funny, we were doing an event with Darren Cart, who you know was trained by Andy Cohen in the entertainment industry. And she said, Andy Cohen, made sure she always handwrites a thank you note. It is I don't think by the ever, way I was on bad behavior not in business but in no. personal I was very bad I didn't 
sometimes I faltered with the handwritten thank you notes. I mean, oh. I did personal ones, but I was overwhelmed at one point. I, I had, it is over, it by the way, it's overwhelming because we, I do it at like I walk out of a meeting and I'll literally sit where I am and I'll write it right there and then mail it right after. The problem is what do we do? Then you keep all the cards. I, never I know. Well, that's hard. Guilty throwing it out. And then I'm like, boxes. holy crap, what are we going to do? And then they're in boxes. The whole box of cards. It's terrible. I, I know. Have, I have millions. Millions I know. It's terrible. So tell us, what was your big girl panty moment when you guys were like, holy crap, I don't know I could if I could do this. Each individually. Um, oh, I was pulling on my pants. <laughs> Me? Oh I mean, looking back now, it seems like, I mean, duh, like, of course, like, it doesn't, it was not a big deal, but, you know, when I first started off, I was really doing everything myself, like, putting every tattoo in every pack, making sure it looked perfect, like, went in the box perfectly like I was such a perfectionist each like thing was like my child I just felt like I had to oversee every detail and it obviously just got to be absolutely not possible I mean I was packing orders until you know three in the morning and I kind of just yeah had to put my big girl panties on and realize okay I really need to let go of this part and you know just find like a warehouse a distribution center someone who could really handle the logistics for me but that giving up that control and giving up overseeing everything and really having it be like all like me actually hand touching each thing and having my mark on it was a really really hard thing to do looking back now it's like oh my gosh of course like there's no other option you have to no, do I'm that relating to you that's why I pointed to Kogo yeah <laughs> but it felt like such a huge deal then like it felt just like not that you're handing over the business but that you're handing over a big part of it and you have to put trust in someone else that's not you so that back then was was really hard for me um but of course it like changed my life changed my business it's you know the only way to do it but that was hard at that point um, absolutely that was what about you Jessica? well i mean i had bonded my baby for four years before i went full-time so i think um putting in the work to know that I wasn't ready until I was ready, even if I, the business was making money, even if we were getting a lot of traction, and even if, um, you know, every single person in the world was saying, you know, you're going to be so successful, I really needed to, in my head, not needed. That's a life, my life coach, who's the best ever. We removed the word need, you want. I wanted. <laughs> no one but just a little, my little two cents, but I wanted to um, be in Milwaukee for the full experience of why I moved there, which was at the time it was the Bucks were revitalizing the entire downtown district of Milwaukee, revitalizing with the new arena, entertainment center, district, training center, um, you know, beer garden, everything. And, and the ownership I had as a 24-year-old, 25-year-old was, um, like another level of um, an experience and learning from mentors that I never would have been able to otherwise learn for. And so even though I was, I moved there alone, didn't know anyone there, left with my boss from New York. Yeah, like just a little, a little girl from Westchester off on her way to Milwaukee. And I fell, I really did fall in love with it. I was there for two years easily. Um, but at the end, when I was, so ready to follow and pursue this passion that now was turning into a real life dream. When I was making my business plan and I was really thinking it out, I was like, 
Um, it's not time to leave yet. I have more that I know I'm going to learn here, even if it's ready on Bondi's side. I know, you know, I have more knowledge to gain as a individual and entrepreneur and a businesswoman. I'm too young. Like you, you, you only learn from experience. So you can't, you could can be wise, but you can't have actual experiences. I mean, you can't learn without actual experiences. So I think that was the hardest big girl moment for me, I think, was understanding when I shouldn't, like not jumping too early and taking the most out of an experience when I was, you know, fish out of water, not near my family, not near my friends, not near my outlets of people who were like my, you know, part of how I function and survive on like a regular basis. But, and then actually leaving and then doing Bondi full time and the shock of it, like just it all being at once and, and it finally, I don't know, when I just came and I turned my apartment to a showroom, I had all my dreams that I dreamed about in the middle of the night in bed in Milwaukee, like how I was aiming for just finally like happening. And it was, that was definitely my big girl moment and big girl freak out and big girl happy moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that. That's so good. I love that. So we have one more question. Um, but I also want to go back to manifesting after, because I know you guys are big in manifesting. I always ask everybody, what percentage they are determination to delusion? Because we all have to be a little bit delusional. But what percentages are you guys? Okay, wait. Can you define de define how you view delusion? Okay, so eternal, unfaulted optimism. Like the, the true that belief so that sorry. everything is going to be okay. It's going to work out. Of course, you, you're famous already before anyone even knew your name. Of course, my brand is going to be in Bergdorf. So, you know, that just like eternal optimism. Never a negative way. Okay, that's a good question. My answer is I've always operated failure is not an option. Just not. Yes. So that's how I, I just work that way every day. It's just not an option. If someone's going to knock off your design, go design a new one. If someone's going to say no about the store, go to a new store. It's just fail. Like failure is not an option. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> so delusional? I don't, I might be a little delusional. But yeah. <laughs> I think you're probably about the same as much, 50-50. I say I'm 50% yeah. delusional, 50% determined. Because in my when head, I was, yeah, I was I like, of course I'm doing this. Of course this is going to happen. Of course I'm going to, you know, this business is going to take, take off. But you need, but I mean, the, grit I, you need the grit to get it going. What about you, Danny? Um... I would say, I mean, I think you have to be, like you said, like a little bit delusional almost to have that confidence to go and conquer things because you're creating your own path and you're creating a new path. And assumedly, you know, what you're doing is doing something new that people haven't seen before. So you kind of have to have a bit of that delusional aspect to you to A, like just portray like to anyone else who's going to be buying into your company, like why this is like it and everything and have them see what you see and feel. Um, but I guess I would say I probably maybe am a little more determined than delusional. Like I think I look at things very realistically, almost in a more of like a common sense sort of way. Um, so I guess I would have to say I'm slightly maybe more determined than delusional, but I guess you have to be pretty delusional to be like, I'm going to make a temporary tattoo company and like, this is going to be a thing. So now tell me about the manifestation. You girls yeah. always manifesting. Tell us, tell us both. Both of you tell us, you tell us both. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for us, I don't know if we, I don't know. I think we all look at manifestation differently, but we all believe it 
works or it has its powers. We personally, I the language you use in around yourself and with your peers and especially your coworkers, and I think it's something I learned as a younger young manager. Word choice is so important in that the words you use around yourself, around the people you work with, and how you take care of yourself, being your own best friend, and using that positive outlook is to me the key of manifesting something that is a faith that you can attain like that's attainable and it doesn't mean you're manifesting i'm gonna marry brad pitt i don't know why i thought of brad pitt but like you know it's just like it's manifesting hey like we have put everything in we've put all this work in we've done this we put in we've set ourselves up for success we are going to manifest what's to come based off of you know how much work how much time and how much we know we did to deliver everything we could and manifesting kind of that and just keeping that positive outlook i mean we're we're positive people we're yes people it's just how long are you willing to wait and how much are you willing to spend <laughs> <laughs> danny yeah i mean i think jesse pretty much covered that like what we kind of just try and do is always putting you know positive vibes into the universe and like when I think you like really pour your heart into something, I think that that like resonates. So I think just, yeah, everything that we do, we're just putting like our heart, our soul, so much work. And I think, yeah, I think everything comes back around. So agree. Yeah. You guys are the absolute cutest. Honestly, you guys are the cutest. Yeah, that's what's incredible. Yeah, and I don't want to. You're incredible businesswoman, and you're so young. So I just feel like such great things have come out of the both of you. And I love to see young women do this. Now, what I think is important. I mean, I'm sure you're going to mentor other women, right? Mentor other young women and give everybody a leg up, right? Because it's important. You have to. Yeah. I mean, I think I learned firsthand when I moved into the jewelry and like the the this women jewelry dominated industry, not in a bad way, but it's very, um, not everyone wants to help or yes. guide or I know, be a reference. I know that one. Uh, we know that one, believe me. And um, I just made like a promise to myself and even in business, like the way I operate here is when people do something well, I tell them they do something well. I don't just tell them when they do a bad job because that's what happens to me in my old career is like you never get like the comp I don't over accolade of course but like you know you have to motivate people to want to be with you and and working with you and as passionate about what you're doing and so you have to treat everyone with that same respect and kindness I agree yes well I am so excited for just watching you guys grow and flourish and all the exciting things that are going to come in both of your careers because you two are going to set the world on fire. Just, I mean, what, this collaboration, it's going to be great. That's so energy. sweet, guys. There's good energy around it. Yeah, there is. I believe, like, art obviously is so transferable, and it was a dream to be able to bring something that I'm, that's not something I'm, like, you surround yourself with people who do things better than you do. Whoops. And so this is that, and, like, we took Danny's tattoos where she was thriving in, and she was this it's amazing artist. And then we took our like great manufacturing and ability to produce this out. And then we kind of, I feel like we really hit it. Everything is under $500 that we're put, putting out for these, particularly because we wanted it to be like, you know, you add this to things you already own, like earrings, necklaces. Um, this happens to be 
on Bondi, we just launched this extension class piece. So like you add it to literally any necklace like this. That way you don't have to worry about like putting them on and stuff like that. That's cool. Or your wedding ring or like anything. That's great. I love that. And then we're going to sell our hoops in a bundle with Danny's so that everyone can get a nice good deal if people don't have hoops and feel like they they're want so cute. I have one of each. I have like the cactus in one ear, I have the heart in another. They're so just they're so cute. There's so much personality in it too. You could really, you know, do something that works for you. I love it. Yeah. We have a lot of um, tattoo designs that are all like inspirational, motivational, uplifting designs, and those are absolutely our best sellers because it's like it's simple. It's little. Every time you look down, it like actually inspires you. Sometimes it's just the little things. So we really made sure that we included two of our really like motivational sayings to oh, make into jewelry. Oh. So we have one that says smile, and then I don't know if we're going to be able to see it in my ear, but it says be kind. Oh, you love it. You know what's so crazy? A million years ago, I had a gold bracelet that said, I dare you. And I wore this bracelet all the time, and I loved it. And every time I looked at it, I thought to myself, you could do it. You have the confidence. Put another foot in front of the other. And I tattooed I dare you on my wrist because I always uh, I think that's gonna that's have to crazy. be the next. Yeah, that's so great. So yeah, like, I smile. Yes. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's a very entertaining book. Congrats on everything and especially the new book because yes. I'm Thank so you. thrilled and excited for you. Thank you so much. Congrats. You are the cutest, adorable. And majorly successful. Major, both so driven, successful, driven. Amazing girls. Yes. Women. 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 I call everyone girls because I like to be me called too, girls. Me too. I'm eternally young. I'm 40 in a crop top. I think I'm having a midriff crisis. A midriff a mid crisis. crisis. Well, I don't know what's going on. I'm like Mrs. Roper lately. I like you very sexy. And I know. I'm very well, vintage like, Palm Beach. I don't know what's going on. But I, I, do like like, I love as well that when... Um, just as saying, uh, you know, my life coach had me remove the word need and say one. I think it is like, I like how she chooses very much the way her attitude is going to be. The very conscious choices, choose happy. I don't need something. I want something. And those are things. Yes. The, truth, the only thing we need is thing. food, water, and shelter. Correct. Everything you only need food, water, and shelter. Everything else is a choice and everything else is what you want. And you yes. know what? If we want happiness, we choose it and we yes. make it happen. And my grandmother used to say when I was looking at Nanny Beryl, she would say, you know, it takes many more muscles in your face to frown and not even as many to smile. So if you want to And it waste costs a lot energy, more money to fix it. Exactly. If you want to waste your energy and money on Botox in the morning, wake up with a frown. You know, so that's why I think I was always a smiler. I know. You are a smiler. I'm and smile. I'm a smiler. And you know, now we could buy smiley faces for our jewelry too. Exactly. But and one other quote I want to share with everyone too, because I saw a great quote this week. And okay, good. It's very, Share it. It's very, um, you know, I can't even think of a pertinent to this. Pertinent. You know, if, you are, if you are in the comfort of a job right now, but you have dreams and aspirations you want to follow, comfort provides a cushion, but it also provides a ceiling. So you got to step away from your comfort zone so you could go beyond it. That's right. Don't let it hold you back. I like that. I like that. So. So be uncomfortable. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs>
No, meaning to the fact is your job provides comfort, which is true. But if you have dreams and aspirations, it's okay to feel uncomfortable while you're achieving them because then you will be much happier in the long run. That's, That's what she's true. really saying. Yeah. And sometimes achieving your dreams, you're a little bit uncomfortable along the way because you're yeah. scared, you're this, you're that. But, you know, being comfortable doesn't always bring happiness in the long run. Just, you're just right. status quo, status quo. There's no momentum. There's no gaining. No. There's, there's no there's achieving. There's a cap on how far you can go when you're comfortable. You have to step out of your comfort zone. So I yes. think they did that really well at such a young age. And they're happy and they're fun and it's I'm very excited. Well, Caviar Dreamers, keep dreaming. Yes. You can find me at The Real Margaret Josephs. You could also buy my book, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. And come see me because I'm going to be on tour. Yes, she's going out like Shep with costume changes. Yeah, costume changes and all. New episodes every week at Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget on a Wednesday. Everywhere you can find your podcast, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. They're everywhere these days. Tune in. Keep dreaming. Tune in. Keep dreaming.